not invited your family and friends yet. You need to do that on the 19th uh, up at um, up at um, the port. Thank you. I knew it. Our scripture today comes from Psalm 24, just the first six verses. Listen to it this way. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to him. For he laid the earth's foundation on the seas and built it on the ocean depths. And then he asked this question. Who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? And then he says, saints. Ready? Only those whose hands and hearts are pure shoot. Doggone it. Do not worship idols and never tell lies. Oh, geez, it gets worse. You know? They will receive the Lord's blessing and have a right relationship with God, their Savior. Praise God. Such people may seek you and worship in your presence. Oh, God of, the word actually is God of the Israelites, God of Jacob, which includes us. My friends, this is God, the word of God for all of his people. I want to talk to you about those that are above and beyond today. We remember on this day the saints who have gone home to glory. We have nine this year. Golly, nuts. And tomorrow I do my 12th, 12th funeral service. Phyllis's friend Gail Norton died, and, and um, we're going to go do his service tomorrow at 1 o'clock. So pray for his family too, the Nortons. But I pondered that, and I said, now, who, who are the saints? So if you go to 1 Peter chapter, chapter 2, verse 9, you hear that God calls us chosen, set apart, royal priesthood. God calls you and I saints. I remember praying one time for an older lady, and she was um, very sick, and I was, was praying, and in my prayer I said, Lord, I just lift this saint up to you and pray that you'd give her your healing." And I, and, and I said, in Jesus' name, you know, and as soon as I get done praying, she says, don't call me a saint. I'm not a saint. You don't know who I am. I said, yeah, I do. And I know you're a saint. <laughs> no, I have a lot of problems. I said, don't we all? Don't we all? Don't we all? So that, that um, causes us, and I, I thought about it's hard for us to see ourselves as saints. But um, uh, a professor uh, of mine in, in seminary, um, um, Frederick Buchner, um, prolific, um, he was one of the great professors because he was still serving a church. And um, he, was, uh, he is a great uh, philosopher and theologian and, and pastor. He wrote a book called uh, The Clown and the Belfry. The Clown and the Belfry. He, wrote, he has written several books. This is one of his best ones. He says, to his, in his thought in, in this book, he says, saints are nothing more than men and women who are made not of plaster or marble. You know what he's talking about. And have moral perfection. But they are still out of human flesh. He says, I mean saints who have their rough edges and their blind spots like everybody else. But 
and this is the thing that I'm hanging on to today in our lives. But these that are called saints are those who are transparent to something so extraordinary that every so often it stops us dead in our tracks. Isn't that a good description of a saint? Whose lives are transparent to something so extraordinary that every so often it stops us and are dead in our tracks because of what they've said or what they've done or who they have become in our lives. I don't know about you, but I have several of those folks in my lives that are still living and several that are called saints in God's kingdom at home. Saints, saints then, I'm going to give you just three quick description of what I think a saint does. Saints then, and going from Psalm 24, saints then are ordinary Christians whose lives reflect nothing more than Jesus Christ. Thank you. Um, saints are, 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 are ordinary people that have invited Christ, and in, that's a, a, a given. You have to invite Christ into your life. And then their life does nothing more than reflect Jesus Christ. And I don't know about you, but that would take almost all of us out of sainthood. Amen? Are you all with me, or am I the only one that's flawed? Our, 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 our greatest responsibility and our highest task in our world and the world that we live in and, the, and in our lives is to do nothing more than reflect the love of Christ extraordinarily to people who often don't deserve it or shouldn't have it. We, we call people saints this day and we honor them because they have done their best to be a reflection. Amen? On this day, we remember those ordinary people who also have extraordinary commitment. Commitment to many things in life, mostly to their, to, to the, their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, but then also to their family, to their family, and then to the church, and then to the community. And, and um, I want to encourage you to see that outline and put that outline down and make sure you try to do your best to keep that outline high. It, they have a tremendous commitment to their Savior, Jesus Christ. If you don't have him first, you heard it last week, you'll never get the rest of them. And then it's not churches in second, friends. I'm sorry. Churches in second. Your family's second. If you put church over your family, which I have done too many times, I'm telling you, you guys have taken the place and I put you in front of Phyllis Ann and my kids. And then I ask for forgiveness. And I say, I won't do it again till the next time. We do that, don't we? No, I'm telling you, you need to keep God first. That's a commitment that's just unbelievable. That's extraordinary in our lives today. And then keep our families and then keep the church and then keep our community. And then all, all the other stuff behind that, you know. Commitment, reflection is important. We also come today to honor the saints in our lives who acknowledge 
that they didn't do anything, but they built what they did because of somebody else. Cindy and I were talking about that the other day. We were just, it just, just came out. All the things that go on in this, in this building, we didn't start any of it. Anybody start anything here? All we did was build on what's being gone. If you started Matt's Matter, that's good, but that's because it was built on something else that was out, being outreached. You see what I mean? We, we have a generation or two, actually uh, two, 2,000 years of generations, that have built, started with the apostles, going out to all the world around them. And here we're trying to do the same thing. We need to learn to build upon that. Every generation, every generation, and we are that, has the joy and the responsibility of transferring, transferring all that we have done for Jesus Christ to the next generation. And Cindy and I decided that we need to do that quickly. (laughs) Somebody else needs to start stepping up. So we need to get the young people back in the church. Amen? Mm, Gosh, I'm telling you. So this morning, that's what I wanted to share with you. If we are going to build on that um, reflection and that commitment and that foundation, we too are going to need to be extraordinary. And we should be thinking about doing that now, not waiting until it's all over with. We should be thinking now that I want to be that extraordinary person instead of waiting until I, I get to my grave and then somebody says, oh yeah, they were really good. And don't say, oh, doesn't he look good? No, I'm dead. Fred Fred Craddock. Do you know Fred Craddock, anybody? uh, Theologian, prolific writer, professor, Dallas Theological Seminary for a while. He he, uh, told of the time that he left his ministry and went back to his hometown to take care of his ailing sister that was dying. And he was there for quite a while with her. And um, he decided that he needed to go back to the church that his family went to uh, while he was there. And um, he got there, and it was a Sunday night. It happened to be a Sunday night, and they were the only church in town that had a service. So they went. Him and his best friend uh, from high school went to the service that night. And they're sitting in the church, and Fred's looking around this church he grew up in. And he said, oh, look, there's new windows, stained glass windows. And his friend said, yes, it was several years ago. A church in, in um, St. Louis or someplace uh, caught on fire and all the windows were not good and they couldn't use them anymore, so they sold them for a very good price. And we went and got them and put them in at a, a very cheap price. He said it was all worth it. And Fred said, that's really, that's really good, but I don't know anybody's name that's under all those windows were given in somebody's name, you know, to the church in St. Louis. And, uh, so he said, I don't know any of those people. Who are they? And he says, oh, we don't know them neither, but they're in St. Louis. And he says, oh, are you going ch- to put new names and cover them up? They said, he said, his friend said, yeah, the church talked about that. And then they decided not to do it. And Fred said, really? He said, yeah, it reminds us that there's saints all over the place and that we should be striving to become one instead of just looking at their window. Amen? We should be striving, my friends, to become, to become that extraordinary, extraordinary person 
who reflects Jesus Christ, who's committed to the kingdom work and who is willing to build that foundation. The truth of the matter is not many people will know it. Only the one that's most important. And that's Jesus Christ. Amen? Let's pray together. God, thank you for this time that we could hear your word and let it speak to our hearts. Help us uh, not just say that was nice, but help us to resolve right now to do something with it. Keep us. Keep us on that journey of reflecting your love to everyone you send our way. Help us commit ourselves a little bit more to what you'd have us do. Here in this church that we serve, this community that we serve, this family that we hold on to, help us to build even a bigger and better foundation in your name for those that are going to follow us. We can't do it by ourselves. We need your help, Lord. So be with us, we pray, in your son's name today. And all of God's children said, Amen.